listening to Gleanings, the monthly newsletter from Strategies at Work, podcast edition, December 1st, 2014. Upcoming events. The Strategic Life Alignment Seminar. Struggling to find meaning, purpose, and satisfaction in life? The Strategic Life Alignment Seminar will equip you with tools and a methodology for discerning your divinely ordained life purpose. The next seminar is tentatively scheduled for the spring of 2015. In the meantime, you can purchase the recording of this teaching at strategieswork.com. The Strategic Life Alignment Alumni Event The SLA Alumni Event is exclusively for alumni of the SLA Seminar and is designed to accelerate the process of discovering your life purpose. The topic for the 2015 Alumni Event will be Capability. The event will be held July 17th through 18th, 2015 in Dallas. Alumni events are recorded and available on the website strategieswork.com. Organizational Seminar Based on the Timeless Universal Principles, or TUP. The Hiring, Reviewing, Promoting, and Releasing Seminar was presented last month. The event was recorded and can be purchased at strategieswork.com. Also, there will be a supplemental one-hour webinar on December 15, 2014, titled HRPR Entry-Level Workers. This is a free event for those who attended the seminar or purchased the recording. These are challenging economic times. There is much fear in the world. Now more than ever, people need to understand the power of building their lives on Christ. Only faith in Christ can provide sustained victory over fear. If you need help learning how to walk with Christ, Strategies at Work has consultants in various parts of the world. Please see the website strategieswork.com for contact information. And now, Dr. Chester brings us the message titled, The Fruit of Thankful Workers. Tis the season to be thankful. Actually, we should be thankful year-round, but many of us struggle to be thankful, particularly for our work. Researchers have tracked worker satisfaction since 1987. The surveys generally divide worker attitudes into three categories, engaged or satisfied, disengaged or ambivalent, and actively disengaged or highly unsatisfied. Those who are engaged work proactively to support the mission of their organization. The disengaged don't really care whether their organizations succeed or not, all they want are their paychecks. And they actively disengaged oppose their organizations meaning they proactively work against their organizations even though they are paid by them. Throughout the years, I've seen statistics from various studies all indicate, on average, 25% of workers are engaged, 50% are disengaged, and 25% are actively disengaged. Here are two recent examples. A 2013 study by Gallup of Americans put these numbers at 30%, 52%, and 18% respectively. And the results of a 2012 study done in China yielded 6%, 68%, and 26% respectively. Why are approximately only one in four workers satisfied with their work? Gallup blamed management's lack of sensitivity to workers. Engaged people are those who enjoy their work. Their work is interesting, challenging and rewarding. When management promotes an organizational culture that shows little sensitivity to human needs and seeks to primarily use people to meet organizational objectives, it is demoralizing. 
Even workplace perks cannot overcome a poor culture fostered by insensitive management. Communication and management coach Dr. Serena Reap argues that no matter how generous your sweeteners, all your efforts to engage and inspire your workers will come to naught if you get your company culture wrong. This begs the question, what management philosophy produces a healthy culture that encourages workers to be engaged? Workers are most likely to be motivated when their work is interesting, challenging, and rewarding. Can this threesome be externally orchestrated by management, or is this something that flows from the workers' hearts, or both? Certainly, management can embrace a number of external factors to facilitate a healthy culture, such as adopting strong cultural values that encourage treating people well, building teams that work effectively, that is equal yoking, developing clear, compelling strategic plans, executing with excellence, and listening to customers. An organizational culture that reflects these traits will build an excellent reputation and an opportunity for positive worker morale. But this is still not enough to guarantee that workers have interesting, challenging, and rewarding work. While a healthy organizational culture is necessary, it is not sufficient by itself. External culture must be combined with an internally motivated workforce that finds work interesting, challenging, and rewarding. Interesting, challenging, and rewarding work captivates a worker's imagination. When their imaginations are captured, there's something inside workers that makes them want to work. They thoroughly enjoy their work activities and are moved by the challenge of performing their task. The fruit of their labors produces an internal sense of satisfaction that drives them to improve both the quality and quantity of their work. No longer do they work primarily to make money. Instead, they work out of passion and are content with and thankful for whatever compensation they receive. This is not a license for management to be parsimonious. Rather, it is intended to encourage management to build workers and organizations that seek to release the potential in the workforce that will enable organizations to achieve new levels of excellence and effectiveness. The task for management is therefore not only to produce a healthy cultural environment, but also to tap into the internal passion of the workers. Given that human beings are created by an intentional, purposeful creator, the only way to release this internal passion is to discover the passion that God has placed in each worker. Because of the fallen condition of mankind, however, the divinely implanted passion in each person's heart can best be discovered as a person matures in Christ. This maturity in character is part of the biblical principle that I call C4, which is an acronym for calling, character, capability, and commissioning. Calling is the sovereign work of the caller, the creator, to reveal his purpose for each person. Coupled to the external call is an internal witness in the heart of the worker, which we know as passion. Character is the maturity in Christ to set aside selfish, self-centered human desires to fulfill the purpose of God for our lives. Capabilities of divinely implanted skill and ability that enables a person to perform excellent work. Each person has a unique set of skills that facilitates the wise performance of work. And commissioning is the confirmation from and direction by authorities sovereignly placed in each worker's life that helps that worker find and fulfill 
his or her divinely ordained work. The C4 principle is a wonderful tool for management and workers to help develop both a healthy organizational culture and to release the internal passion in workers. Of course, in a fallen world where people live in rebellion against God, only those who surrendered to the will and ways of God will be able to most fully work in accordance with the C4 principle. Therefore, management must adopt a hiring philosophy that is sensitive to finding workers who are ready to function or can be trained to function as C4 workers. Anecdotally, I find few workers ready to function as C4 workers, and therefore it is incumbent on management to find workers whom they can train. Such workers will display the traits of humility, submission, and teachability. People who lack these traits will not be able to connect well with either the external or internal call of God on their lives, and therefore will have great difficulty in being engaged workers. The best workers will display C4 traits. These workers will practice the principle given by Paul in the book of Colossians when he says, And whatever you do in word or deed, do all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him. In this text, the word translated deed is the Greek word for work. Therefore, Paul described how a believer in Christ should work, which is to speak and act with thanksgiving as a representative of Christ. This is surely a picture of engaged workers, people doing the will of God according to the ways of God. Therefore, the challenge of management is to build organizations with C4 workers. Engage workers who are the right people in the right positions doing the right things for the right reasons. Such workers will work with excellence and thanksgiving knowing that their real reward will come from Christ. May I suggest a Christmas wish for you? If you're not an engaged worker, find what you have C4 to do in the organization you're called to serve and work in the name of the Lord Jesus with thanksgiving. If you are a manager, build a culture that values people and embrace the C4 principle to find the right people and place them in the right positions so they can do the right things for the right reasons. The result of these practices will be organizations populated with engaged workers producing great value for those whom they serve. Furthermore, not only will the workers be thankful, but all stakeholders will be grateful as they experience the excellence of the fruit of the organization. Merry Christmas.